So, do you want to step into your home of the future? I thought so. So follow me. Let's go over to the connected home. Welcome to this episode of Gartner ThinkCast, where the world's leading analysts and thought leaders discuss the hottest, most important business and IT topics. These podcasts give you the latest insights, best practices, and informed predictions to help solve your immediate challenges and build a better long-term strategy. For more great insights from our analysts, check out our webinars at gartner.com webinars and listen to ThinkCast episodes at gartner.com podcasts and on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. Now it's time for this week's ThinkCast conversation. Welcome to this installment of ThinkCast. Hi, I'm Scott Smith. We all know there's no escaping IT anywhere these days. It's 24-7 for all of us. But I'm not talking about your smartphone and all those work emails. Technology is changing the way we live, literally, as our homes get more and more connected with the outside world, as they join the Internet of Things. But the thing is, you can't just buy a connected home. You have to assemble one, as it were. What does that really mean? For that answer, we're connecting now by phone with Jessica Iekholm at Gartner's European headquarters in Egham, England. Jessica is a research director at Gartner, where she leads the key initiative, Enhance the Technology and Service Provider Customer Experience. She's also a lead author of the updated Internet of Things special report focused on the connected home, now out on Gartner.com. So, Jessica, when Gartner talks about the connected home, what do we mean? Okay, so when we talk about connected home, we're really talking about a, a home that is networked to enable the both the interconnection and the interoperability of multiple devices, services, and apps. So we're talking about it from ranging from communications and entertainment to healthcare, security, and home automation. So we're really talking about services and devices such as probably heard in the news about the Nest thermostat, Philips Hue, they have contextual smart lighting, and also things like smart locks, such as August smart lock. And really, in the connected home, we talk about solutions that offer connected, real-time, smart, and even contextual experiences in the home. So where we got into the individuals within the home, they're able to control and monitor the home remotely as well as within it. So that's really sort of the essence of the connected home. So it's not just about connecting. It's about having contextual experiences within the home itself. So when we're talking about the connected home, is this a concept in the sense of does it involve various items you mentioned, like the Nest thermostat and so on, that we happen to have and utilize and create this contextual experience? Or are there truly full solutions that would enable a connected home? Mm -hmm. So there are many, many providers at the moment in this space, and there are also very many different types of solutions in this space. So let me give you just a quick overview of which type of solutions there are. So first we can talk about something called an enabling platform. So these are white-label connected home platforms. So they offer other service providers to run their services on top of those platforms. So these would be the likes of providers like Essence, iControl, and Intermac. And then we have solutions, and I think this one is the biggest solution provider or sort of the market at the moment, 
And here we're talking about standalone solutions. So it's more about having one solution or one product or even a single line of products. So we're talking about August Smart Lock, as I mentioned earlier. We're talking about thermostats or even uh, we're talking about Hive, the thermostat provider here in the UK. And then we have the sort of the DIY ecosystems. And they work as a platform or a hub where you can connect different types of devices and sensors to them. So you can create your own little ecosystems within the home, although you have to create them yourselves. And it can be a little bit tricky to do that on your own in your own home. So what other providers are offering as well is something called a service-based ecosystem. So this is where we have the mobile operators like ATT Digital Live, for example, offering solutions for the home that are managed by the operator. So they are more sort of on the subscription base, and this is where operators can get some more revenue from the services. And then finally, we have something called market disruptors. And we've heard them quite a lot lately. We talk about Amazon Echo, Apple's HomeKit, Google's Nest, and Samsung SmartThings. So as you can see, there's quite a few providers out there and there's no true single solution yet that is taking over the world. I want to remind our listeners that there is much more on the connected home and the larger topic of the Internet of Things among the Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars. And make sure to check out the ongoing special report on the Internet of Things on gartner.com. But Jessica, a lot of listeners might be thinking, hey, this sounds interesting, but it won't impact my business. So what is the opportunity that the Connected Home offers businesses that might not seem directly related to it now? So there could be different types of businesses and uh, opportunities here. So apart from the sort of the tech providers at the moment, which I think you're alluding to, so we're talking about finding new revenue opportunities for those device manufacturers where they'd be selling more devices into the home. And operators, as I mentioned as well, with AT&T Digital Live. What we're also seeing is different types of companies going into this market. So say, for example, take insurance companies. Now, there's quite a few insurance companies that are creating partnerships with connected home platforms providers, such as Kivicon, for example, is partnering. So Kivicon is the connected home platform, and they have partnered with insurance company Allianz Assist. So this means that as a consumer, you put this Kivicon connected home platform in your home, and then what happens is that you then connect this to your home insurance and Basically, what you do is that if something happens within your home, the insurance company can see where there is a, a risk of leakage or there is a smoke alarm that's gone off. So they then can then assure that they can lower insurance premiums and costs over a set of years. But for the consumer itself, what they're seeing is that they're getting a better service and more of a, a fast instant service, as you may say. There are other ways of looking at this as well. So you can think about it in the terms of energy providers. Now, Scottish Power, for example, is working with a connected home platform provider called Intermac. And so they've gone together to create a connected home platform where users can check and remotely connect and monitor their thermostat from a home or when they're away as well. So these are interesting ways where Scottish Power is looking for this sort of um, 
what we call it the bimodal phase two approach, innovative new services to make sure that customers get a better customer experience. And then we have way out things as well, let's say, for example, car manufacturers. We are talking about Mercedes-Benz. Now, they have a partnership together with Nest, which is quite interesting because you wouldn't really imagine that somebody like Mercedes-Benz would have a partnership with a connected home provider because why would they, and particularly thermostat? But the interesting thing here is that what it does is that as a user, the thermostat can then talk to, say, for example, the GPS and the location and say, well, you're actually stuck in traffic, so I'm going to wait and turn on your heating until you're about a mile away from home or, or something similar like that. So we're seeing those kind of interesting cases as well. I know that was a very long answer to a short question, but what I'm seeing is that there are many different types of opportunities out there and not sort of forgetting interesting areas such as predictive maintenance or for businesses wanting to understand how products are working within the home as well. So getting real-time information if a product is on or off or something is wrong. What then should a vendor consider when considering entering the connected home market? Okay, so I think, first of all, you really need to think about what is it that you want to achieve? Because as I mentioned before, there's, this is a really, really tough market. There's many, many providers out there. The big guys are putting a lot of pressure onto this market as well. So a clear goal and a mission is absolutely critical to be able to succeed in this market. And when I'm talking about the tough market, it's not just about tough market in terms of many providers, but also the adoption is actually not that high at the moment. So let me give you some numbers that we have. So, for example, last year we did a survey on personal tech adoption. And one of the questions we asked in France, UK and the US was, do you have an alarm system? Do you have a home monitoring system? Or do you have a home automation energy management system at home? So what we found that about 7% on average across those three countries have some sort of home monitoring device. And only 6% have some home automation energy management type of device and solution in the home. So first of all, we're talking about a tough market, many providers, but we're also talking about a fairly low adoption rate. Now, Obviously, we are seeing that this adoption is going to increase, but it's going to increase slowly. So having a clear goal of where you want to go and what kind of products and solutions you're going to be offering is absolutely key. And I think the second one to look at is in terms of the market. What is it that consumers actually want? There's a lot of hype out there and there's a lot of interesting solutions out there that consumer probably not willing to spend money on or not interested in using. Then you have to look at the competitors. Are you able to compete with the likes of Samsung SmartThings solutions? Are you able to compete with AT&T Digital Life, for example? Should you be partnering instead and offering your solutions and your devices through partnership instead? And probably fourth, and probably not the least important, but I think across your solutions, if you're thinking of creating those, you have to put privacy at absolutely top priority because consumers are willing to hand information if they know that the data is being handled in a transparent way. But there's a lot of worry about from consumers at the moment, how is my data going to be used? 
is the device listening to my conversations while I'm sitting here talking around the kitchen table? So these are crucially important questions because you are putting a device into somebody's home. So that has to be on top of your priorities. Jessica, thank you very much. Jessica Yacolm is a research director at Gartner, where she leads the key initiative, Enhance the Technology and Service Provider Customer Experience. She's also a lead author of the updated Internet of Things special report focused on the connected home, now out on Gartner.com. And make sure to check out the webinar on the connected home, not to mention a slew of others about the Internet of Things, on the webinars page of Gartner.com. I'm Scott Smith, and thank you for listening to ThinkCast. Gartner is an impartial, independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of those enterprises and the speakers. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprise's products or services. And that's another episode of ThinkCast from Gartner. Let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear more of by emailing us at gartnerthinkcast at gartner.com. That's gartnerthinkcast, all one word, at gartner.com. And don't forget to check out the Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars. And look for more of our ThinkCast conversations at gartner.com slash podcasts. You can also listen and subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And make sure to rate us so we know how we're doing. Thank you again for listening to ThinkCast. ThinkCast.